Today's episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. Life is full of compromise, but there's one thing in life that you should never compromise on, your own health. That's why I like to use ZocDoc to find the best doctors for me. That's how I found my personal doctor, as well as the pediatrician for my little girl. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Once you find the doctor you want, you can book them immediately. No more awkwardly waiting on hold with a receptionist. My favorite thing is that you can see doctor reviews. I mean, who wants to go to a doctor who makes you sit alone in a room for an hour and then rushes out after barely speaking to you? I love using ZocDoc because, to be honest, it's easy and I'm lazy. Go to ZocDoc.com RS and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash R-S. ZocDoc.com slash R-S. Welcome to r slash malicious compliance, where a stupid boss gets exactly what he asks for. Our next Reddit post is from Red Mayapril. Somewhere around 2007, I was working as a drugstore manager. I was running the entire front store and the pharmacy, so the pay was excellent for someone who was in their early to mid-twenties, but the job was also soul-crushing in some stupid ways. A rule came down that cashiers can no longer have drinks at the register. They said that we can drink on our lunch breaks, but otherwise we shouldn't need water. At the same time, they dialed back on the AC, so the store was constantly uncomfortably warm, but not technically dangerous. I had some of the best staff members. One lady was roughly 65 years old and came to me to let me know that she was on medicine that gave her dry mouth, so she needed me to know that if I took her water away, she would have a really hard time being able to talk to customers. She almost developed a lisp when she couldn't have her water. I told her, no worries, you have your water and I'll deal with the boss. Because the boss was running 40 different stores and mine was generally not a problem store, the boss only came by every 60 days or so. Eventually, he does swing by and he asks her about the water. She says that she has a medical condition and her manager, me, said that it was fine. I also told the boss that I had approved her water. My boss pulls me into his office to let me know that for her to have that water, she needs a doctor's note. He said that if he sees her with it again without a doctor's note, we will both get written warnings. He says that I can't just decide not to follow a company rule. I'm flabbergasted. I'm the only manager in charge of this store. This company literally made me do drills on how to deal with bombs or shootings, but I can't get a bottle of water? No, it must be an exception deemed necessary for medical needs. I explained that this is stupid. He actually agrees, but says that he's following orders from above. Great. I pull my cashier aside and tell her what's up. I said that I'm really sorry, but can she please just get her doctor to fax over a stupid note so that we can all cover our butts here? She gets a little gleam in her eye, and I was excited to see what that meant. On her next shift, she rolls in and says, you are gonna love this. She hands me about 100 copies of a letter that says something along the lines of, I do solemnly state that this cashier is medically a human being and requires water on regular intervals while working and not solely during breaks. This was a massive waste of time and your company should be ashamed of yourself. I'll be recommending your competitor as much as humanly possible to my patients who fill prescriptions in this town for the rest of my natural life. Signed, Dr. So-and-so. 
The next 40 documents were identical letters, each with a different staff member's name, because this genius cashier snagged the old schedule and got the names of each other employee. The other 50 pieces of paper had blank spaces for me to fill in the names of new hires. That way, our entire staff could have drinks on the sales floor. My boss wasn't even mad. Man, I don't understand why corporations feel the need to implement unnecessarily evil and inhuman policies for what what does this accomplish why can't people have drinks our next reddit post is from the random user i've worked in warehouses for years a few years back i was a contractor companies would hire us and bring in over 20 people for a few weeks when they desperately needed help i was a shift lead usually the highest person on site and i needed to talk to my boss regularly throughout the day on a company phone one warehouse had a policy where only managers could have their phone on the floor, and technically, I wasn't a manager. Everyone under me was instructed to leave their phone in their car or a locker. However, I needed mine. One day, I was talking on the phone to my boss, and one of the managers for the company we were working for saw me on the phone and demanded I hand him my phone. I refused. He then threatened to kick me out, so I rounded up all my workers and said that we're taking a break. We all go outside and I tell my boss what happened. He instantly shows up and starts talking to their boss saying that I need my phone on the floor. However, since I don't have manager in my title, they refuse. My boss decided that since I can't do my job, nobody under me can do their job either. By the end of the day, the other company is pissed that we don't get any work done. And they decide to cancel our contract, which will cost them hundreds of thousands of dollars because it's written in the contract that they'll have to pay to send us home before the original end date. We all still got paid and got two weeks of paid vacation before having to work somewhere else. Oh my god, I've read some stupid stories about stupid management making stupid decisions. These people lost hundreds of thousands of dollars over a phone call? Are you nuts? What a stupid waste of money! This was basically all about pride. Because only management is important enough to have a phone on site. All you little pathetic minimum wage workers, you don't deserve a phone. If they had just set their stupid pride aside and let OP have a phone, then they would have saved so much- Oh god, they're stupid! Our next Reddit post is from one cardiologist. I used to work at a supermarket chain, and quite often I'd be asked by management to work at other locations. Most of the time this wasn't a big deal. I was happy to help out. It gave me an excuse to drive and have my company pay for my gas. However, one day I was asked to work at a location very far away at a very early hour of the morning. I initially refused on the grounds that I would have to wake up at around 2am to have a shower, breakfast, and drive to be on site for 5am. After some arm bending from management, I finally relented and begrudgingly agreed that I would do it. Due to the drive not taking nearly as long as I initially expected, I arrived on location at about 4.30am. I waited in my car with the music playing. At 4.50am, I got a loud knock on the car window, nearly making me jump out of my skin. It was the manager for that store, who had never seen me before and didn't know who I was, so the conversation went as follows. You need to leave! This is private property! Oh, but I don't care! Go! Now! I quickly realized that I could play this to my advantage, so I said, Oh, I'm sorry, sir. I don't want any problems. Of course I'll go. Right away. Sorry. And as per his request, I drove home with a smile on my face, knowing that I'd have the rest of the day free to myself. A few hours later, I got a phone call. 
I answer the unrecognized number, and I recognize the voice immediately. It was the manager who told me to leave. Hello? I'm looking for OP. Hi, yeah, that's me. This is dumbass calling from such and such location. I was expecting you to work with me today. You should have been here at 5 a.m. Yeah, I was there waiting in my car. You told me to leave, remember? But you didn't say that. There's no ifs or buts. I was on private property and I was asked to leave. I was legally obligated to do so. Right, but don't you think? It doesn't matter what I thought. I was asked to leave private property. I'm not going to break the law and risk getting trouble with the police. It was at this point that he hung up on me. I expected to get in trouble for what had happened, but I never heard anything more about it. Down in the comments, we have a similar story from This SN Came With My Phone. The same thing happened to me when I owned a snowplow service. I was contracted for certain places, and my rate was fixed for the season. So, for one particular lot, I charged $20,000 for all of November through February. The price didn't matter if I pushed only one time or pushed daily. It was still 20 k One night before a light snow, I went to the parking lot to see if I need to come salt or push before morning. I was met by a store manager while I was sitting in the parking lot in my car looking at weather radars and texting my crew. He said, Sir, this is private property and we're closed. You need to leave. I said, I'm here too. Sir, this is private property. We're closed. You need to leave. If I see you here again after hours or before we open, I'll call the cops. Sure thing, buddy. After a phone call in the morning, when I am well rested and the management is wondering why they're opening up with icy sidewalks, I give the area manager the story and get paid for an emergency salt, as per my contract. I never saw the other manager at my window again. Today's episode is sponsored by Liquid IV. I work out every week, so it's important to stay hydrated. Plus, on top of working out, I've got a three-year-old whose favorite after-meal activity is to run laps, like the little psychopath that she is. Clearly, I need all the hydration I can get. That's why I like to use Liquid IV for my workouts and just for my daily drinking. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. With three times the electrolytes of leading sports drinks, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick, it's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. And I mean, yeah, vitamins and electrolytes are nice and all, but what about taste? They've got white peach, green grape, raspberry melon, and my favorite, lemon lime. Tastes great to me. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code R slash at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code R slash at liquidiv.com. Today's episode is sponsored by Adam and Eve. You know, I read so many stories about cheating partners and unhappy marriages. Maybe people wouldn't be in such unhappy relationships if they spent more time nurturing their love life. That's why you should check out today's sponsor, Adam and Eve. They've got toys for men, toys for women, and toys for... How should I put this? Well, it's not exactly r slash am I the butthole. More like r slash I'm in the butthole. And yeah, I realize that ordering adult toys can be a little scary because you may be concerned about privacy. Don't worry, Adam and Eve offers discreet and free shipping for your package. Trust me, these people are experts in your package. You can get 50% off on just about any item, along with free shipping and rush processing. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy or anything you desire. 
then enter code rslash at checkout. That's rslash, R-S-L-A-S-H, at adamandeve.com. This is an exclusive offer specific to this podcast, so be sure to use code rslash to get your discount, plus 100% free shipping, and get it fast with rush processing. Use code rslash. Our next Reddit post is from Rights for Doe. Back in the 1970s, before email and faxes, my father-in-law, Carl, worked as a trust agent for a bank in the Midwest, which is on Eastern Time. He handled trusts and estates for bank customers, including one older lady. Her son-in-law, Bob, lived in California, which is on Pacific Time, three hours behind Carl, and he managed his mother-in-law's estate on her behalf. Bob used to call Carl with questions, which isn't a problem. Except Bob would call Carl at home at 8 p.m. expecting him to answer questions. Carl would be at home eating dinner or spending time with his family, so Bob's calls were unwelcome. Carl would explain the time difference and say that Bob should call before 5 p.m. Eastern Time, not 5 p.m. Pacific Time. But Bob always ignored Carl's requests and demanded that Carl call him back first thing in the morning. Carl was nice and would wait until 11 a.m. Eastern Time to give Bob time to settle into his own office, until he decided that he'd had enough. The day after Bob's latest call, Carl went to the office extra early, got the information, and then promptly at 8 a.m., Carl called Bob. A sleepy Bob answered the phone and croaked, Hello? Good morning, Bob! Carl all but hollered into the phone. What time is it? Bob groaned. It's 8 a.m., Carl said. But it's 5 a.m. in the morning here. Huh, so it is. I guess there's a three-hour time difference. But you said you wanted these answers first thing in the morning, and it's 8 a.m. here, so I thought that I'd give you a call. Bob never called past 5 p.m. again. Down in the comments, we have this story from Granny Grits. Many years ago, I worked nights and my roommate worked days. I would get home at 7 a.m. and go to bed as she was leaving for work. For some reason, her boyfriend liked to call around 9 a.m. and wake me up to ask me to relay a message to my roommate when she got home. This was way before answering machines. No matter how many times I asked this guy not to call me, or how many times I asked my roommate to tell him not to call me and wake me up, still, he would call at least once or twice a week and wake me up. One night, I got home early around 2 a.m. I was dreading his phone call that would wake me up. So, at 3 a.m., I called his apartment. His roommate answered, and his roommate is a big guy. Not fat, but big. I explained to the roommate that the boyfriend kept calling me and waking me up, and that every day Jeff calls me and wakes me up, you can look forward to me calling and waking you up at 3 a.m. The roommate said that he would take care of it, and the boyfriend never called me and woke me up again. Our next Reddit post is from Real Salty Shellback. This happened around the year 2000. I had just purchased a house and I met the previous owners while they were moving out. They were really nice people and we had a friendly conversation about the house. The previous owner mentioned that the cable bill was paid up until the end of the month, about three weeks away, and that he had already turned in his cable box, but the cable signal should still be active till the end of the month. I told him thanks and we let him finish packing up. We moved in the following week, and when I hooked the cable to my TV, I got all the basic cable channels, which was all I was planning on getting anyways. Come the end of the month, I called the cable company and asked to sign up for basic cable. The sales rep told me there was going to be a $100 hookup fee. 
I told them that the previous owner had left his account active and that I was literally watching cable as we speak, so there shouldn't need to be a hookup fee because the cable was already hooked up. All they had to do was start billing me for basic cable. The rep then typed on her keyboard and told me that her data showed the address I was at doesn't have cable and they would need to send out a crew to activate the signal. I told her I was not paying 100 bucks for a hookup fee and never mind, I don't want cable. I waited another month, during which time I still had cable, and I called the cable company back to ask what it would cost to get basic cable. A different operator from before said that it would cost something like 30 bucks a month and a $100 hookup fee. I asked, why do I need the $100 hookup fee? She said that it was because my address doesn't currently have cable. I told her, never mind, I don't want cable unless they waive the hookup fee. She said that she's not authorized to waive the fee. I just thanked her and hung up. Four years later, we still had cable, but we ended up moving out of state for work. Also, down in the comments, we have this story from Sailboat. Back in 2000, I had cable in an apartment. The company made us sign an ironclad agreement that included a specific admonition that I could never remove the cable box from the property under penalty of law. When I moved out, I set up one of those infamous appointments where the cable guy would be here somewhere between 8am and noon and I would have to stay on the premises in case he shows up. Of course, he didn't show. Even though it was a huge problem for me, I hung around until 5pm in case he showed up, despite having to, you know, move everything I owned to a new place. The next day I called them and complained. They said, oh, that's alright, you can just bring it in and drop it off. Nope. Cue malicious compliance. Or is it malicious non-compliance in this case? I told them I am legally forbidden to remove the cable box from the apartment. Later, they had someone call me back and insist that I bring the box in. Nope, no can do. They said that I would get in trouble. I said, sorry, but I'll also get in trouble if I remove the box. <laughs> oh, no you won't. The lawyers don't really mean that. Oh, are you a lawyer? Uh, no, not actually. Okay, I won't take your legal advice then. I'll abide by the signed agreement. By the way, I give up the key and I'm gone on Sunday afternoon, so your guy had better be here before then. But he can't. His schedule is too busy. Oh, well. Sunday afternoon, a cable rep showed up at the last minute and he was mightily pissed off. That was r slash malicious compliance. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.